This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing this week? Tom, that's offensive. Why? Um, Why is it offensive? Because you can't, you can't do... Can't do accents. No, Tim. That's how everybody knows me. I'm uh, the man of a thousand voices. Yeah. How am I doing this week, Tom? Yeah. Doing great. You want to know why? Why is that? Because uh, we're in the golden age of television, and it started almost 20 years ago to the day. To today. Yes. Okay. How did it start? Uh, a little uh, uh, show featuring uh, maybe a man you've heard of named Tony Anthony. Uh, uh, a woman you've heard of, uh, Carmela. Uh-huh. Carmela. Does she have a nickname? Mel? No. Mela? Caramel. Car? Carm, maybe? Carm? Yeah, like, give me a veal carm. <laughs> it's a parm. Uh, Anthony Jr. Yeah. AJ. Mm-hmm. Meadow. Hey, you, you picking up what I'm putting down, Tom? Yeah. The Soprano family graced our living rooms for the first time. In 1999, January. Yeah, on home box office. The home box office. Yeah. A box office right in your home. Did we do the intro? Yeah, I said, said, Tim, maybe there's a second week in a row where you've asked if we've done the intro. Yeah, because it's- uh, (laughs) You've got the memory of a freaking goldfish. Well, Tom, here's the thing. We record at, at your apartment now. Yeah. And as soon as I walk in, you're 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 basically pouring alcohol down my throat. Uh-huh. You get me in a headlock you've and you're had, like, ah, drink up. You've had what, one beer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hardly pouring alcohol I'm, I'm down a your throat. Guy, though. I've been here for forty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, I I told you the 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 first one was gonna go bad. You had to drink it quick. We'll get to the Sopranos in a minute, but um okay. what's a beer bong? Is that just a funnel with the tube on it? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think it's any kind of contraption to smoke beer. No, I know it's not a smoking beer thing, because I don't think you can smoke beer. Ooh, smoked beer, huh? Uh, I've had smoky-flavored beers. I hate smoky-flavored anything. Yeah, right? Like, I don't like smoke. Why do I want smoky flavor? That's why mm. I don't uh, like uh, most scotches. Yeah. Right? It's like, I like whiskey a lot, but then it's like, ah, we took this whiskey and uh, uh, we left it in a house fire. Yeah, and, and now drink it, huh? It tastes delicious. It's like, nah, it tastes like uh, smoke, the thing you try and avoid breathing. Yeah, that, and you know what else I freaking can't stand? What's that? Friggin' smoked, <laughs> smoked, <laughs> smoked, <laughs> smoked uh, paprika. Oh yeah, like that I'll, flavor stinks. Yeah, I mean, I do like um, uh, things that like foods that are actually smoked. Like I'll like some of those sometimes. But I don't like anything smoked with salmon. Like, yeah, like anything with like a uh, liquid smoke. Like, ugh, no, yeah. I don't like it. Get out of here. Get it out of here. That's not something that uh, the protagonist, <laughs> if you can call him that, mm-hmm. uh, the anti-hero at the center of the the Sopranos, Tony Soprano, would say. He likes uh, smoking cigars. Yeah, he takes his cigars smoked. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean, would he wouldn't like... want one already smoked all the way through. He'd like to be the one smoking them. Yeah. How would you like your cigar? Ready to be smoked, please. <laughs> right. 
Because if you say smoke, somebody's just going to hand you a, a cigar butt, and you're going to be like, well, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, you could rub it in someone's <laughs> face who you want to... Uh, oh, if it's still on, yeah. Disrespect. Yeah. If you no, got, even, even uh, you know, it's still like, Ugh, I got I got soot on yeah. me, yeah. Huh. Hey, what are you, disrespecting me? Um, the Sopranos, Tom, came into our homes and into our hearts uh, in, in 1999 on the home box office. Uh-huh. And uh, since then, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about uh, these, uh, the the Jersey Boys, as they were. <laughs> They're not the Jersey Boys. They well, I'll tell you one thing, Tom. Uh-huh. Frankie Valli plays a character on The Sopranos does in he? later seasons. Who? Yeah, he doesn't play Frankie Valli though. No. So does Frankie Valli exist in The Sopranos? He does because earlier in the series run, yeah. they talk about. I mean, obviously, the four seasons come up. All the time. Yeah, probably when they're talking about like how much they hate rap music, right? Yeah, and how <laughs> people should uh, walk like a man and talk like a man. Yeah. And sometimes uh, if they see uh, like uh, an adult woman crying, you know what they say? Uh, big girls don't cry. Yeah, and then, of course, that song plays. Man, I hate those Jersey boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's been a while, but, uh, but we used big to talk. Big girls don't cry. Like, Shut up. Oh, yeah. It stinks. And I'll tell you what big boys don't do. They don't sing like that, for God's sake. I mean, you know, it's it's fine. Like, look, I like the rest of the four seasons. It's Frankie Valley. Yeah. Right? It's 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 screechy McScreechins over there. Yeah. They're screeching everybody telling them what what they don't what they yeah. shouldn't do and how they should walk and he's always like, Hey Tony. <laughs> Uh, maybe Frank Frankie should take some of his own advice and walk like and talk like a man. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be a start. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's on it. But like <laughs> earlier, they they talk about the they like name check him a lot, and yeah. then and then they have these weird um, jumping around a lot here. But everybody's <laughs> seen the but uh, but nobody in the thing. What's Frankie Valley's character's name? Do you remember? I don't know. I can look it up. Let's say he's like little Donnie or something. Probably. Yeah, I mean he's he's very very tangential. But they, they oh he's he's actually part of the New York crew. I oh, think okay. part of the Phil Leotardo uh, operation, right. if I'm not mistaken. But still, you think you know just uh, just as much as like a little aside between two guys. Hey, uh, you ever noticed that uh, little Donnie looks a lot like Frankie Valley? <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, they're- Put it in a deleted scene. I've been watching The Sopranos a lot. I've been doing a rewatch. Well, I would hope so if we're doing an episode on it. I've been uh, dragging my wife through her first watch of it. Yeah, your Um, Carmella. Yeah. The Carmella to your Tony. Here's the thing. Uh, she's in too deep. She can't get out. <laughs> yeah. She she hates my guts. Yeah. She, if she, she could wants leave, nothing she could. else than to run for the hills. But guess what? She's accustomed to the lifestyle. Yeah, so know- sometimes she'll find herself defending my deplorable behavior. Yeah, and she knows too much. She does know too much. But, uh, you know, uh, just as Tony would never do anything to Carmela. Yeah. I would never do anything to my wife, Carmela. That's also her name. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, and it's very romantic. What a romantic uh, sentiment. Yeah. So, uh, no, she likes it now. <laughs> she uh, At first, she was a little skeptical. Uh-huh. I don't think everybody's like, oh, the first season of The Sopranos is so great. Yeah. When's the last time you watched The Sopranos, Tom? Uh, it's been a while. Like I've, I've like, uh, maybe caught some of it, like flipping channels once in a while and I'll watch like a scene or two, like, you know, completely out of order. 
Yeah, is that only if they're in the strip club? Only in New York. No, because usually if I catch it, it'll be on like TBS or something. So it'll be like all strangely mm-hmm. cropped. Oh, so they did, what's they going did on. do that for on A&E for a while, right? Something like that, yeah. That was weird because there's a like, lot of cussing and there's a lot of uh, adult stuff in there. Yeah, what was the thing? There, there was something that they say a lot that they had to change. Gabagool. No, no. That oh, they, do they? Like when, a curse word that they oh, had to change. Uh, fuck. What? Did they say that? No, it was, but it was like some kind of phrase that they use a lot that they had to be like, uh, like instead of like, get the fuck out of here, it had to be like, hey, why don't you go home? <laughs> they had to change it. Who, what maniac would watch the <laughs> censored Sopranos? Uh, somebody who has a problem with cuss words but wants to be up to date on things that were popular 20 years ago. Mm, that's true. Um, yeah, so the the the, the first season... Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, you, you know, that's the pinnacle. That's the story of a uh, mobster who hates his mom, right? It's all, <laughs> yeah. it's all about like mom. It's finally what we wanted. Yeah, it's like, uh, hey, I come to this show for the, the mother, the issues with mother figures. Well, that's a big uh, Italian-American trope, right? I mean, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> I'm I'm saying it's a trope, not that it's true. Yeah. But in, in stories uh, that, you know. There's and it does drive a lot of the. It's 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 not interesting. that not that all uh, Italian American boys hate their mother, but that they have, uh, you know, an interesting relationship with their mother. A lot of them are mama's boys, for example. Right. Created by David Chase, Tom. Would you say Tony's a mama's boy? Um, a mama's boy that wants to rebel but can't. No, he because he loves his mama. No, he openly hates his mom. Uh. Like from 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 Jump Street, Tom. That's a different show. Don't. Uh, oh, it crosses over at some point. Man, no, John Johnny Depp never makes an appearance. <laughs> Johnny Depp never shows up at AJ's high school. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this this uh, teen sure is wearing a lot of jangly bracelets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does this teen have so many scarves? <laughs> um, no, uh, uh, it, it, look, he hates his mom. Whatever. What was mm-hmm. I gonna say before? Uh, that Tony hates his mom. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that everybody thought like, ah, the first season, Tony hates his mom. Great. What a good oh, yeah. show. And and it is, but it's also very uh sitcommy. Yeah. And, and it gets less sitcommy. If if somebody's listening right now and they think that we're like in an uh, ambulance in the back of an ambulance. <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's been a a very serious accident during the recording. It explains our demeanor and all those noises <laughs> you've been making. Yeah. You've been hearing. Tom, you haven't been making those noises. Boy, I wish, Tim. You're giving me a lot of credit. I'm no Motor Mouth Jones. I can't make those kinds of noises. So anyway, um, what I was going to say <laughs> if before- If I could make those kinds of noises with my mouth, I'd be a millionaire. In an early season, uh, Meadow, who uh-huh. is uh, the Tony's daughter. daughter. Does this make any sense for anybody who doesn't know The Sopranos? You're should... you're going through it. You're explaining it. You're okay. saying, Tony- Tony. All right, Tom. Here, let me. Okay, right. hold on. Let me let me say one thing, and then we'll get to the basics of the Sopranos. Okay. And then, if you didn't get the first, let me 10 say one show, thing that won't make sense if you don't know the basics, and then I'll say the. No, basics. no, no. They mention there's a Hollywood agent in it at one point, mm-hmm. and he makes a joke about uh, how one of his clients is Tim Daly from uh-huh. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and then three seasons later, Tim Daly. Uh, has an arc on the show. 
As himself? Nope. Oh, There's come another on. Guy. They got, then they got to at least have one of the peripheral gangster guys go, hey, you ever noticed that uh, uh, the new guy, Big Sammy, he looks a lot like Tim Daly, you know, from Wings? This week's episode is sponsored by our Patreon. That's right. You heard it here first. We're relaunching our Patreon, tcgt.com slash pledge. Uh, a bunch of new stuff we'll talk about at the end of the episode, but the big thing you need to know is we're launching a new Patreon-exclusive podcast called Books the Podcast, where a couple of dummies, me and Tim, uh, switch off reading some of the classics and explaining it to the others. If you liked our Frankenstein episode or Dracula episode, the old uh, Fifty Shades of Tim, then you'll love Books the Podcast, tcgt.com slash pledge. And hey, look, we'll talk about more at the end of the episode. Listen all the way to the end. We'll talk way too long about it. All right, I think we got it all out of our system. Uh-huh. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. This guy, David Chase. Uh-huh. He creates a show about a mobster mm-hmm. who hates his mom. Yeah. Uh, so, hey- He's the head of a crime family, mm-hmm. uh, the mafia in yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah, but get this, Tom. Mm-hmm. He's also got a family, a wife, and two kids. Yeah, he lives in the suburbs of New Jersey, right? He does in like a McMansion. And the cover is that he runs a sanitation company. He's in waste management. Yeah, which everybody knows. Everybody knows he's a mobster. Right. Well, and the other big hook for this show, at least when it first came, well, I guess in later seasons too, but when it came out, was the idea of like, oh, it's a mobster who goes to therapy. Yeah, he goes to a therapist in the first, uh, in the very first scene, I think, of the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, and unfortunately, because of doctor-patient confidentiality, we never see any of those scenes. We never see what happens once he goes in the room, but. You know, just knowing that he's going is a big thing. It is. And it, sometimes it does stay on a, a static shot of the door. Yeah, and you're like, oh, there's a long session. Yeah, he walks in and it's like, you know, sometimes 50 minutes. Yeah. It'll sometimes uh, cut to Polly Walnuts mixing things up. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, look, Tom, I know what you're thinking. This is just like Analyze <coughs> This, the TV show. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's just like the movie Analyze This starring Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro. That was first, right? I think so. I think they were in production I at think? the same time. Yeah. Um, what happened to Billy Crystal? Where's he been? Uh, I think he's like semi-retired. He was on some like dumb uh, like Jimmy Kimmel sketch recently. Doing what? It was him and Dave Grohl. Really? Yeah. I didn't watch it, but it was uh, Billy Crystal was playing God and Dave Grohl was playing the devil himself. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, much like uh, Oh God, You Devil, starring <laughs> George Burns. No, because George Burns played both. George Burns? Right. So it wasn't like it at all. George oh. Burns didn't play either of the characters in this one. Yeah, but it was uh, an old man, mm-hmm. George Burns, right. um, and John Denver, a musician. Yeah. So it's a little bit like this sketch. Yeah, I guess it is a little bit. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. we were talking about, and we'll get back to The Sopranos in a second. Yeah. Uh, Weezer's uh, Teal album that came out. Their, yeah, their, their album of covers. Yeah. 
where they just like faithfully recreated a bunch of songs yeah, you've heard they, a million they, times. They went to Guitar Center, bought the tablature. Yeah. Uh, they put they, that uh, signature Weezer spin on it where they played it exactly the way it sounds. <laughs> right. On the original master recording. Yeah. Yeah, like, they have a sound, Weezer. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, and it's not even like a... Uh, like a complicated sound, but like it's a it's a notable sound. Like you you know a Weezer song when you hear one for the most part. Yeah, be and very easy beyond for them. just River Rivers Cuomo's voice. Right. Yeah, I don't get it. But then you asked me if in 1997 someone came up to you and was like, Tim, there's a new movie coming out called Analyze This. I'd be like, I know. I've, I've I got. I I've read got, the trades. <laughs> look, this thing's gonna do Bafo Bo. <laughs> yeah. And I already bought uh, tickets for Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday matinee. Okay, if this pays off well, I have a feeling Billy Crystal might be playing God one day in a late night sketch. Well, this is this is what you asked me if in 1997 I told you this is what Weezer would be doing. What they're up to in like 22 Tw- years. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I don't know that I'd be like, oh, they'd be doing like covers of like 80s songs. Cool, because I was dumb. Uh huh. When I was uh, what fifteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I told you that uh, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters would be like the rock and roll ambassador, beloved by everybody, uh-huh. um, like in every single like, uh, like, like beloved by Sir Paul McCartney, who I'm not sure was a, a knight at that point. Maybe not um, yet. But doing sketches with Billy Crystal. Um, <laughs> I think you'd be like that yeah, guy. And guess what? The guy from the Man Show has his own late night show now. And then you'd be like, uh, "Oh man, yeah, this they, is great!" Yo, they still drink beer and they still got the trampolines. Hey, those trampolines are nothing without the girls, right? Well, that that would be implied, Tim. I mean, no, so the trampolines are you just know. What fun. I, yeah, I'd still watch a show. I even have just. I wouldn't watch a show of people, but I'd go on trampolines. Yeah. Well, Actually, I, wouldn't I, don't know, watch... I don't know if I'd go on a trampoline <laughs> at, at this point in my life. I wouldn't watch a show that was just trampolines. I want to see somebody jump on them. I mean, a trampoline by itself is not very interesting. Yeah, it's a lo- there's a lot of potential there, but you're right. just like, somebody do something with this trampoline. Somebody give that thing a hop. What do you go on a trampoline right now? Uh, like an exercise trampoline or like one of the big trampolines? One of the big ones and like start doing flips and stuff. Ooh, no way. Right? <laughs> yeah. Don't you think, like, I'm going to wind up with, like, uh, severing an artery here or something? <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of being cut. I'm afraid of, uh... uh no, oh, I know what you're afraid of. The new genre of uh, America's Funniest Home Video that has cropped up lately, where uh, an oh. overweight guy just goes <laughs> through. Uh, the, 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 the trampoline just rips, and a yeah. person... Jumps real high, f- comes down, and just falls to the ground. I feel like that's a a new uh, threat that trampolines didn't use to pose. Tr- trampolines I used to be- I think that's uh, not the trampoline. I think that's the standard American <laughs> diet. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, a standard American diet probably uh, combined with uh, America's desire for ever cheaper trampolines. Yeah. And will- you know, America's willingness to cut corners on trampolines. It's a race to the bottom in the trampoline space right now. Yeah. It's really sad what's happened to it uh well you know and every american family wants to be able to afford a trampoline but uh you know sometimes you gotta cut corners to get there now the sopranos 
oddly, do not have a trampoline in their yard. There's never been an episode where Tony gets them a trampoline because like, uh, they're mad at him or something. No, I mean after, and this is this is gonna be spoiler alerts for for the, for the series. entire series. Yeah, it ended what thirteen years ago. I <laughs> yeah. think I think uh, we're on we're on solid ground here. Uh, Carmela uh, and Tony get separated at one point, mm-hmm. well, and at the, uh, at the mall or something. No, 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 you no. Just have to go find a security guard, and they can call the. Yeah, this, they can this was before cell phones too. No, no, they can make an announcement over the loudspeaker. Oh. No, they got separated in their marriage, Tom. Carmela said, oh, I don't love you. And then he punched the wall or something. Uh, He said, Gabagool. I mean, he does say that a lot. What the hell's Gabagool? Uh, It's uh, (coughs) meat. But, like, what kind of meat? Like a deli meat? Capicola, I think. (laughs) You're just saying more... No, no, no. You know, know, like, Capicola. I don't know what capicola is either. What's it's an capicola? Italian meat. And what is it made out of? Italian? Gabagool. No. What, what animal? I don't know. Let's say a pig. So it's like a ham. Sure. A, a pork. Yeah. Right. I worked in a butcher shop for a number of years. I don't know how it And nobody know. ever came a in. A Long said, Island butcher shop, and I don't know what <laughs> gabagool is. But did people come in sometimes and go, hey, hey give me uh, five pounds of gabagool? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> And make it snappy. Then I would just go like right away, and then I'd go into the walk-in uh, refrigerator and just stay in there until it was time to go home. Hey, where's that kid? He's supposed to be out of hey, here. Hey, where's Timmy Meatballs? Hey, where's Timmy Meatballs? I'm going to turn him into some real meatballs unless he comes back here with my fucking gabagool. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he buys... Uh, Anthony Jr. Uh-huh. a drum set. Uh-huh. Um, ooh, it's uh, Gabagool is the Sicilian pronunciation for the spicy deli ham capicola. Oh, okay. So I was right. Ham. Spicy deli ham. Yeah. Yeah. All, looks like old uh, Tony and the gang's were really rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, that doesn't sound bad either. I think I'd like to try Gabagool. Well, uh, I know a place. I know a butcher shop on Long Island. Now, like Tony and the boys, they only what, they eat like gabagool sandwiches, or they just eat it like, uh, hey, no, just give me a little gabagool. I think I'll eat it with my hands. Either or, man. Yeah. Any way they can get it into their arteries. Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying is like I can't go to like a subway and be like, hey, give me a gabagool sandwich. They might have capicola ham there. Yeah. Well, I'll ask for Gabagool. Maybe not a, a Subway. I don't know. I think Subway has a very specific menu of slimy meats. Uh, well, I'll go somewhere and I'll ask for the Gabagool. And then if if the guy's like, oh, we don't have it, sir, I'll slap him and be like, don't you know it's Capricola? What is it called? Capricorn? Capicola. Capicola. It's Capicola. What are you, stupid? Um, when's the last time you've been to a Subway? Uh, it's been a few years. I don't mean the underground train. Well, that was just earlier today, earlier this evening, in fact. But uh, it's been a while since I walk by a subway every day, like a a real tiny subway that I feel like I haven't seen anyone in in three years. Yeah, would you ever go back there? I mean, look, first of all, the food's trash. Yeah, it's always been trash. Second of all, do you remember that guy, Jared? Yeah. Turns out he was a bad guy. Yeah, no, turns out he was a real bad man. I don't remember exactly what he, he lied did. about losing weight. 
No, he lost the weight, but then he gained it back. A little, not as bad as he had. Although now I've heard that no, he's been uh, packing it on. Mm, well, in prison. That's sad. Which seems difficult. Like they only give you so much food in prison. Yeah. Now I guess you can go to the uh, the commissary if you've got money. Do they take? Can, shouldn't they have taken all his money? Uh, like people from the outside can send you money. Mm. Like I don't think they can send you like you know five thousand dollars because you're gonna use that to be like, hey, go kill that guy for me. No, but can't? Is it just like credit in the yeah, commissary? Yeah, I think I think that's it's what like, it is. They don't people sell can like vouchers for murder in the commissary. <laughs> no, I think people can like reload the card yeah. from the outside for you yeah, up to a nice. certain deg- degree. I think. Like, why? What would be the harm in in putting like, you know. If somebody's in there for a while, hey, I'm going to put $100,000 on. Well, because then you can buy like $100,000 worth of gabagool, and you can go to any I don't, you, I any mobster in there and be like, hey, uh, whack that guy off for me. I'll give you $100,000 of gabagool. Mm. And be like, man, I'd do it for that much gabagool on the outside. Like the, I don't like the way that you're the portraying Italian-Americans in this episode. No, the ones in jail. Just the ones yeah, in jail, the bad know. ones. And that's not that's not a bit, Tom, that I'm that I'm doing here. I'm just saying, I'm just being made uncomfortable. Look, by the way I'm, you're talking. You're telling me that if there's a an Italian mobster in jail, that they're gonna turn down a hundred thousand dollars worth of gabagool, uh, just to kill some guy for Jared from Subway. Don't you think they know how to get gabagool smuggled into jail? For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom... To mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, well, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, 
Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. Yeah, the hard way. Yuck. Um, so, uh, where were Ooh, we? Ooh, that's a spicy ham. Uh, you were telling me that Tony brought, bought Anthony Jr. drum set recently. <laughs> yeah. So there was no, there was no, there was no, <laughs> no. trampoline. It was, it was a drum set. Okay. So Tom, I would have gone for a trampoline, a little more cinematic. If, uh, yeah, but <coughs> it, this is so, vi- it, it's house shaking. Literally. Did, did AJ ever get good at the drums? He does this a lot. So yeah, he got very good at that. Yeah, he like. learned pretty much uh, all you need to know about drums. Uh did Tony keep the house or did uh, uh his wife keep the house and he moved out? He got like a, an apartment somewhere. Carmela kept the house. Uh yeah. Tony moved into his at this point deceased mother's home. Oh. Uh but but the drum set was at Carmela's house, probably as like an FU, right? Like yeah. yeah, I'm gonna buy the kid a real loud thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it, it served a double purpose, and if you ever want to be a um, vindictive uh, divorced father... One day. Yeah, we, we all have dreams. Uh, a drum set's a perfect... Uh, yeah. Man, I had a drum set in my house. Yeah, and your parents are happily married. They're happily married. <laughs> um, that must have been so annoying. I was playing the drums all the time. Yeah. And then bands like uh, I'd have like our our friends would come over and we had bad bands yeah and we'd play real loud. What a jerk! Yeah, man. Yeah, as an adult, why did my parents put <laughs> up with that? Why weren't they just like, ah, sorry, play sports instead? As an adult, it probably must have been real hard for them to hold back from just coming down once uh, downstairs one day and saying like, "Everybody, shut up! <laughs> You're not good." <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad very did that annoying. a few times. <laughs> it's very annoying to listen to. Please stop. <laughs> what are you? What are y'all? You do? Why do you feel like you could just come to my house and do this? Yeah, it's my home. I paid for this yeah. thing. It was very hard. It was difficult. I, I had to pay I, a mortgage over decades. I didn't buy these drums to be vindictive against anybody. So, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, the Sopranos, yeah, is an hour long ish. Uh-huh. Uh, no commercials. No commercials. Um, it's mostly just uh, stories about sad people. Yeah. Like nobody's happy. Um, it's very cynical. It's uh, like even the good guys are like bad people. Um, it's very like uh, anti-American society. It, like it's 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 uh, in the first uh, episode, Tony mm-hmm. gives this monologue in. Uh, we we only hear it a little bit through the door. Um, uh, in, at the in therapist's therapy. office. Um, What's his therapist's name? Uh, Doctor Melfi. Yeah. Um, that he feels like he came in to his business, the mm-hmm. mafia. But uh, yeah. but he's like waste management. Wink, wink. At the end, in the decline, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole the whole like ah, uh, the glory days are gone. Exactly. And now then, I'm actually dealing with waste. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so I just go and deal with the uh, actual people's trash. Um, and then uh, the whole rest of the series you see um, is about kind of how uh, American society is in decline yeah. and how, like, we're all coming in 
at the end, like the, the, the glory days are over. I'm not sure that everybody would agree with that. Right. But that's what uh, old David Chase thinks. <laughs> uh, how does uh, the therapist, Dr. Melfi, eventually come to know like the full picture of everything? It's obvious from from the get go, but but like but at some point Tony like drops the uh, the like winks right. Yeah, at some point like like there's a lot of innuendo throughout yeah. like like a coworker of mine had an accident. Yeah, or so. But like uh, at some point it would be insulting to the doctor if uh, if he didn't just say like all right this guy you know like i don't want my son to be a mobster like me or something uh, whoops no no there's uh i don't know can you be a fake is it unethical <laughs> to be a fake therapist to be a fake therapist and then when somebody you know try to get like a mob uh patient and when they admit something just be like no doctor patient confidentiality sucker i'm not even a doctor See these degrees? They're fake. <laughs> to what end? You, would you do you think you get a reward from the police? <laughs> you, you, what for? Like are turning you, them in? Are you suddenly anti-vigilante, Tom? No, but I'm saying like. Do I ask you? Oh, Batman goes out and uh, beats up bad guys. To what end? No, to, no, uh, to no, eradicate uh, crime. A lot of times you don't see it, but he gets a reward. That's how he's a billionaire. Mm. He's always getting cash rewards for all these uh, good deeds he's doing. No, I'm saying like, so somebody. Did they ever try to give Batman the key to the city? I mean, sometimes, like, it depends on the continuity, like the goofier Batmans. Does he get the key to the city? Yeah, like, yeah, like the like uh, you're Adam... a, you're acting like yeah, it happens all the time. No, but like the Adam West uh, Batman, like, yeah, I think he got the key to the city once, but That's like, nice. you know, the current. Uh, like Batman comics. No, he probably's never gotten like the key of the city, like the main continuity. Okay. you don't have to be so condescending. About I'm not it, being though. condescending. I'm explaining. Question. I'm I'm telling you, like yes, but also no. Hmm. It's very uh complex, much like the character of Batman. It's true, which I think is why they have sometimes he gets it, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> it's true. It shows you that he's a complex character. <laughs> sometimes gets the key of the city. Sometimes he doesn't. Um, so wait, but your, your pitch is pretend to be a therapist. So you have no doctor patient confidentiality with the, with the hopes that someday you get a mobster in there who after years of coming to see you slips and mentions they're a mobster and then you call the police and have them arrested. Yeah. And I've been recording everything this whole time, but don't therapists, if, if somebody like admits to a crime that then the, the doctor-patient confidentiality goes out the window anyway? Well, uh, not in the case of Dr. Melfi. No, but I think in that case, the idea is that like after a number of years, they build a trust between them. Like she offers, she extends like a further, beyond what she, you know, her hippopotamus oath, she's extended like a, a further trust of, uh, you can tell, look, we trust each other. You can, I know what's going on and I haven't done anything about it. You can tell me and let's not go through all the charades of my coworkers and, uh, you know, this guy fell down some stairs. Right. And that's when you pounce. <laughs> well, geez, Tim, no wonder Tony's so paranoid with people like you out in the world trying to get him. Good guys trying yeah. to stop him from doing crimes? Yeah, I hate the mob. 
I'll go on record. I hate the mob. It's it's funny. Uh, this is not a glamorous portrayal of the mob. Yeah. And like I didn't I didn't realize it. Cause it's like it is kind of a violent show, but it's also like meant to show you how like big shit bags these guys are, and how yeah. like they're yeah. None of them are are, like, are meant to be emulated. No, and it's all just like oh, they're just uh, like they're just pulling the cheapest scams <laughs> and like. Yeah. destroying people's lives for like not a lot of gain. Yeah. And it's just like, yep, it's just uh, they'll there's no scam that that's like beneath them. Right. No scam too small, nobody that they won't yeah, like they'll, screw they'll over. get like a little bit of money, but it will damage hundreds of people's lives yeah. and they're like, "All right, yeah, we'll yeah, do it." Yeah, it's not it's not a glamorous uh portrayal of the criminal's life. Now, so, who are the boys? You've got Kissy Fur. Kissy for no, it's Christopher. You've got uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. Well, Steven Van Sant. He plays Silvio. Uh, Sylvia. Sil- Silvio. You've got uh, 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 Pussy Galore. It's big, big pussy. Oh, okay. Uh, remember how scandalous that was? You remember how much like they loved being like making big pussy jokes on uh, late night. TV shows yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, the shows on HBO where, you know, they show sex sometimes. Yeah, sometimes on this very program. Yeah. Uh, who else have you got? You got... Uh, Polly Walnuts. Uh, yeah, Polly Walnuts. He's the guy, he looks like uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic. I don't know what Mr. Fantastic Well, he's got like the white, right, on the side of his head. Hair. He hair. has white, the white hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else have you got? Um, and Tony himself. Patsy Parisi. Big tone. Who's Patsy Parisi? He's this other guy. He's there. He's not like one of the uh, the ones that gets uh, mentioned a lot. Yeah. Um, he's still working on getting a SAG card so he can be on the show more. No, no. He's he's pretty much like he never gets talked about, but he's a pretty major character. But he's one of just these like really uh, normal looking guys or like just like a normal like older kind of scummy guy yeah they're like no he's not interesting enough yeah it's like yeah yeah, this guy's just kind of like a guy that you'd be mad at at the deli because he'd be a dick Uh, yeah uh that guy just bought all the gabagool come on i drove all the way here this place has the best gabagool in town all right Uh, i guess i'll have to go to the subway to pick some up uh tom Uh you're burying the lead here yeah you and i no, Christopher. We don't know Christopher. <laughs> we went to a Comic-Con panel once where, granted, we were <laughs> one of like f- two of five people in the audience, uh, and Christopher was there. For- Michael Imperioli, uh, he, he's, uh, he plays Christopher, Tony's uh, nephew, but not really his nephew. He's more of uh, Carmela's second cousin, I think. Okay. Um, but also, there's another relation. Um, and... Uh, he also is a screenwriter. He wrote the film Summer of Sam. And he wrote a couple episodes of The Sopranos, including the worst episode by far, entitled Christopher. <laughs> entitled Christopher's Big Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was written by the actor who portrays Christopher. Yeah. It's called Christopher. He's and Christopher's in, not in it. He's in one scene at the very end uh, where they're talking about Frankie Valley, actually. Of course. Um, but really, the episode's about Christopher Columbus. 
Oh, I, it's oh, one of those episodes where someone gets bonked on the head, and then it's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if uh, all the characters were uh, like uh, oh, on the yeah. knee into Santa? Yeah, I kind of like those episodes of things. <laughs> the, the, if the Sopranos ever did an episode, and I guess they did like entire episodes that were just dreams. Yeah, a lot of a lot happens in the dream world. Tom. Well, that's what happens in therapy. You, they they go, hey, what are you dreaming about nowadays? I don't dream about anything, Tom. Do you dream? Yeah, I I don't think you were there. So this past weekend, uh, me and you and like yeah, I was there. <laughs> Fourteen other people went on a a big uh, and five children under and f- four. And five children under four went went on a, a weekend away. A weekend out of the city in a house, and everybody got sick. Um, but before that happened, or as that was happening, I had a dream one night where, like, uh, uh, the dream picked up from like the second my head hit the pillow. Oh, now I can't remember all of it. It was okay. very well, then interesting. Maybe we don't need to hear. Oh, I'm sure it was very interesting. Kanye West was there at one point, and I was trying to explain something to him, and he got bored. And I was like, hey, come on, man. You talk to people all the time and they're bored and they listen. You got to listen to me, pal. And he was like, all right, I guess. It's my least favorite part about, uh, I guess it doesn't happen that much this year. But like two or three years ago when Kanye was uh, doing that tour and he would do rants at the end. And people would be like, oh, man, you got to hear this latest rant. And it was all nonsense. Yeah. No, I think that... It's like, this isn't a smart <laughs> guy saying smart things. I think, like, my subconscious uh, desire was like, I'd like to bore Kanye West sometime. That's that's an admirable... <laughs> and, like, I was doing it. I was like, no, you got to stay there. I'm not done talking. Uh, and he was like, oh, God. I was like, yeah, that's right. This is boring as hell. Shut up and listen. Um. But yeah, so that was the the most recent. Was dream Kanye that I had. West at the the house that we were all staying at? Yeah, I think he. He was, was in the room with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was in like the. And little, you were boring him. Yeah, it was just me and him. Like everybody else was like playing Parcheesi or something, and uh, I was just like, Tom, we brought so many his board games off. with us last yeah. weekend. Played like one board game. Yeah. Why weren't we playing Ticket to Ride for hours? That's always the case, man. You you know, the best laid board games. You know what? I I, I brought this other game, this Domino's game, uh, Mm -hmm. Mexican Train. Mm -hmm. And I just, uh, I wanted to play so bad, but I didn't want to teach anybody how how to play. (laughs) You ever just be like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to be responsible for you learning things. And I wanted to be like, Look, you all read the directions, and then we'll then we'll all play. But nobody would have done that. I Tim, don't think. You're, and you're wondering why more people didn't play games that you didn't want to teach anyone. You wanted people to r- pass the directions around, read them, come to you when they were ready to play, knowing all the rules. Yeah, and just start playing a game with you. Familiarize yourself with the rules, Tom. Friggin', were you there? People when need to be sold on a game. Everybody a was game. trying to play uh, uh, a bunch of people. Uh, we're we're trying to play uh, Clue. Yeah. But the Golden Girls edition. Yeah, uh, it made it so much more confusing. And friggin', no, they everybody was like, <laughs> "Well, we don't need to read the instructions," and nobody knew how to play. Yeah. And I wasn't even playing; I was just trying to read a book nearby. Yeah. And I like got up and I had to like I read all the directions and explained it to everybody. But as I was explaining the directions to them. A game that I had no personal stake in. Mm-hmm. Nobody kept interrupting me and being like, 
well, that's a stupid rule. Why would this be like this? I was like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't develop the game Golden Girls Clue. Why are you? Why? Why are you complaining to me about the rules? Yeah, I wasn't real into that game because there were like a few rules that, as you explained, I was listening. I, I had my ears. Uh, I want everybody when I'm reading those rules. <laughs> I want people's ears to perk up the way they do when uh, Bill Maher is reading his new rules. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was listening to the rules, but like there were a few people that were like unilaterally deciding like that rule's stupid. We're not going to follow that rule. And like a few of them, I was like, no, I think that rule's like crucial to the game element. (laughs) Like if you exclude that, then the game's too easy. And yeah. What would your mobster name be? Tommy Fuckface? (laughs) No. Maybe. Tommy asshole. <laughs> no, I hey, Tommy the dick. <laughs> no. Well, if, yeah, maybe if it was like Tommy the dick. No, yeah, I didn't, wouldn't even want that. I wouldn't want people thinking about my genitalia at all yeah. as a mobster. Uh, oh, I mean, I could take a take a page out of the Rocky handbook and say, my name's Tommy Gunn. Ooh. Yeah. And then they'd be like, hey, we're all mobsters. You remember that type of gun? It's one of our favorite type of mob no, guns. they came in after the Golden Age. They just yeah, but they guns. remember it. They're like, ah, I wish we still had the Tommy guns, but hey, we got the next best thing, Tommy gun. And then I'll come in and go, Yeah. Hello, it's me, Tommy Gun. Hey, Tommy Gun, pass him the gabagool. I almost want to become a mobster. Well, because you'd be very good at it. They're constantly trying to recruit you. Because uh, Timmy Tim, they would re- they would recruit you. Like, yeah, you're a new accountant. And then when they found out, like, hey, you can't you can't do the books. You look like a nerd, but you can't do the books. I don't look like a nerd. They'd have you whacked off. Ah, but isn't Timmy Meatballs? Isn't it? I already have the best nickname. I'd have the best nickname in the crew. Oh, I could see. You know what? A- I'd just be like, I'm the boss now. No. I'd kill the boss. Well, no, I don't think that would be. I could see uh, like a mob family recruiting you. They'd be like, hey, we got Timmy Meatballs over here. He makes all of our sandwiches for us. And the best thing is he's vegetarian, so we know he's not taking a taste. That's true. That'd be great. That's a great role for me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Take yeah. that to the next. Uh, I don't think uh, the uh, the reason, uh, main reason I'm not going to join the mafia. Next time you see some guys sitting outside the Knights of Columbus, go up to them and uh, yeah, run I just this don't, past them. I don't know if I can uh, condone all that violence against women. Yeah. There's a lot of that in The Sopranos. There's a lot of violence, period. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, like, they're always slapping around their girlfriends and wives or and like, stuff, right? Or kicking or a, a woman and, to yeah. death in the parking lot of a strip club. Yeah, that I can't condone at all. No, I'm against it. I'm yeah. firmly against they it. They all do it or just one of them does Joey it? Joey Pants did it at one point. Oh, Joey. Why is he called Joey Pants? Uh, that's the actor. It's Joe Pantoliano. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he the... plays Ralphie Cifaretto. Okay, what is Cifaretto? What's that for? What do you mean? Uh, well, how do you get that nickname? No, it's just his last name. Oh, I see. What? Why does he have such a silly last name? Cifaretto? Yeah. He sits for... <laughs> Retto. Retto. <laughs> All right, Tom. Here's the deal. Yeah. Now we're getting into real spoiler territory. Uh-huh. And I thought that everyone... And look... 
thought that everyone in in the world knew how the Sopranos ended, even if you didn't watch the show. Yeah, because it was talk of the town. Oh, that, but, this uh, is not like... to out her, but my wife like has no idea. She's like, "Wait, how does it end?" Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because this is like, I would say by far the most controversial uh, TV ending ever. Yeah, like, and probably like the first. Probably like the first controversial last episode, right? Like, can you think of controversial other? I mean, there have been other shows that have had like twist ending, like Saint Elsewhere or whatever, where it's like, oh, it was all taking place in the snow globe. Yeah, Newhart. Uh, yeah, Newhart. Woke up in the Bob Newhart show. Right, but like those weren't controversial. People kind of liked those twists. Where like people this was really liked the the Mash uh, finale, right? Right. I don't think that had any kind of a twist to it. I mean, it was just uh, very <laughs> dramatic. Right. Stopped being funny. And I've never seen real. even a minute of MASH. <laughs> as soon as that helicopter came on after the Mets game, I uh, <laughs> turned it off immediately. Yeah. Um, Suicide is painless. You know what? No, this came after- That was after... the name of the song. I'm not just making a statement. <laughs> Uh, this came after the Seinfeld finale, which was very controversial. Oh, that's true, yeah. I feel like nowadays every single series finale is controversial. Just because everybody thinks that they're like, oh, I would have done it this way, and like, I feel like I'm part of the production because like, I know all the behind-the-scenes stuff because everybody writes blogs yeah. about it well and like you follow actors on yeah. instagram and stuff and you see i know how to do these BTS. characters judge justice even though i'm not a television writer yeah just a fanfic writer sometimes yeah. so anyway mm -hmm. spoiler territory here tony soprano dies it's implied that he dies i think it is strongly implied but we we don't see him die we see him and his family in a diner and Tony kind of being paranoid, eyeing a bunch of guys nope. up. You're wrong. What? That is the wrong read of the last scene. You don't think he's being, like, he's looking around. He is absolutely not. Well, the camera's looking around. The then. camera's looking the around. The camera's being paranoid. But pointedly, Tony Soprano, whenever he, whenever they show him, he's either looking down at he's like very pointedly not aware of his aware he's either looking right across the table at uh, either Anthony Jr or Carmela uh-huh or he's looking at the jukebox <laughs> or he's looking at the menu no and he's, or he's, he's looking, looking at the door for cuz he's waiting for Meadow yeah. so they set up a thing they set up a a, a series of shots yeah. And I was reading this long into the night the other night. There's a, there's a great website that like breaks down that scene shot by shot. Uh-huh. And the camera goes along and you see him in the background not looking around. The camera is going on all the different patrons of this ice cream shop slash diner. Yeah. Um Holston's it's called. Mm -hmm. Um and like there's a group of uh, guys looking at uh, cakes in the in the front. Mm -hmm. There's a Boy Scout troop there. Um, there's this uh, member a guy in a members only jacket. Right. And that's the only uh, guy that the the camera tracks with a tracking shot. Right. And isn't time. he looking at Tony? He's looking at Tony. Yeah. And 
they cut it so that you can see him looking at Tony, and then Tony Matt looks up, but you see him look away as soon as Tony looked. Right. But so the it's only like thing that, obvious that he's he doesn't want Tony to know he's looking at him. Right. Um, and like it's obvious that they want the audience to know right that this, this is guy's a guy important yeah um whereas everybody else is just going about their business but like you as an audience member you're feeling tense because you know it's the last scene of the show right yeah there's you know two minutes to the show ends. right um and then so uh he's waiting for meadow his his daughter to come she takes forever to, she's parallel, to parallel park, park yeah. but, but she's from the suburb she doesn't know how to do it they set it up with I think four or five different people entering mm-hmm. where he you, looks up to you hear the bell ring, yeah, you see Tony's face look up mm-hmm. um, and then you see from Tony's point of view who's walking it who's walking it and it happens with AJ mm-hmm. and actually hey. in when AJ walks in, you see the the members only guy comes in right before him mm-hmm. and it's weird um. But um, it happens like a few times. Somebody will come in. The bell, the the bell will ring. Tony looks up. Then you see from his point of view, the bell rings. Tony looks up, and uh, uh, in the last shot, there that Journey song's playing. Mm-hmm. The bell don't, rings, don't and then nothing. Uh, cut to black. Right. And that's Tony. That's Tony's point of view. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah, his t- point of view is nothing. That guy in the members off members only jacket oh, came behind he went, him yeah. and whacked him off. Yep. He went into the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. saw him tuck yeah. the paper under and his if arm. Meadow or something, had been there, hadn't been uh, pa- parallel parking that whole time. He wouldn't be looking at the door. He'd be looking. No, around. no, she would have sat next to him, and when the guy came out of the bathroom, he wouldn't have had a clear shot at Tony. So Meadow, it's all Meadow's fault. <laughs> Wait, how would he have not had a clear shot? I mean, he still could have just stood a couple of feet away from him and shot him, right? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Tom, we have a problem to solve. He wouldn't have had as clear a shot, sure, but it's not like, ah, damn it. An impossible shot. There's some of there's he, he moved over a foot. Oh, well, we didn't mention James Gandolfini yeah. was a great actor. Yeah, very, very good. And he uh, was in this other movie called uh, Enough Said with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> you watch that movie on a plane yeah. sometime. It's beautiful. James Gandolfini is one of those guys who uh, was so good at a role that people thought, like, oh, he must be like that. And he wasn't. He was a very good actor. Yeah. He wasn't like Tony. He's a big, uh, uh, nice man, they said. Yeah, yeah, very nice guy. Unlike Tony, who is a very wise guy. Tony Soprano, I'm gonna, look, I'm going to say it before we solve this problem. Bad guy. Yeah. A lot of these mobsters, bad guys. That last scene, uh, I think what would have, probably what a lot of people were mad about, what would have tied a nice bow before he got whacked off if he had called the waitress over and said, you guys don't have a gabagool on the menu? Yeah. Then people would have been like, yeah, yeah, he, he the says the thing again. that he likes. And I think it would have been smart if they, uh, when it cut to black, then it played organ music and then showed a <laughs> gravestone that said, uh, yeah, it said, here lies Tony Soprano shot in a diner. Shot in a diner by the guy in the members only jacket. We watched that t- finale together, Tom. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess And it did. cut to black and it was black for like, what, 
15 to 20 seconds before probably, the credits before yeah. the credits start rolling <coughs> and uh we were with somebody who we thought ran- the electricity had gone out yeah we went to like <laughs> we, we were with somebody who like ran up to the tv and started like futzing with the cable box it was like sit down it's an artistic choice yeah jesus christ yeah sit down have some gabagool were you out of your mind what? Hey, what's the matter, you? Hey, I don't like this. I don't like this side of you. You want to solve a problem? <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Tom, mm-hmm. this week we have a letter from uh, a lady named... We're allowed to use her name. All right, should what we is use it? it? Or should we just have a blanket? We don't use anyone's name in case they regret it. Well, if you think she's going to regret it, but if you think maybe she wants her 15 minutes of fame... Yeah, it's a vet. All right. What's the vet's name? No, 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 no. Her name is... Uh, it's spelled I-V-E-T-T-E. Oh, okay. A vet. Yeah. She's from Long Island, New York. That's where we're originally hey. from. Your Long Island is the same as your mobster. Hey. Yeah, well, there's a reason. I have a small problem. I was previously looking for a room, and I found a house where two rooms were available to rent. Okay. I chose the smaller room because it had furniture in it already, and I didn't need to struggle bringing my old furniture over. It's a room on the second floor. Yeah, so that's I mean, going to be... You don't have to move it in and out every day. You just have to bring it up one time. Yeah, but even that one yeah. time, that's a pain in the ass. But now I regret choosing that room, although the other room didn't have any furniture. It had a bigger closet and more space. It's also on the second floor. It has more space because there's no furniture in there. Some random drunk guy rents that room, and he only keeps a bed and a TV on the floor... His closet is so empty. I want to ask him if we can switch rooms. We pay the same amount, but I'm not so sure on how to ask this guy. Also, he's really (laughs) creepy. We've both been living in this house for about three months now. What do you think? How should I proceed? How should I even approach him and ask? By the way, the guy who rents the rooms doesn't care who rents which room. With kind regards and lots of love, Yvette. P.S. I listen to you guys all day at work. I think I listen to you guys way too much because recently I've uh, you guys have been mari- <laughs> narrating <laughs> my dreams. Been married. Have been, been narrating my, my dreams. Mind. Or I hear Tom laughing in my dreams. Well, L-M-A-O. Just a little FYI. She oh. really likes her uh, acronyms here. Well, uh, yeah. L-M-A-F-O. So she's, this is a weird house. Why am I laughing in her dreams? I don't know, because she's so used to you laughing at my jokes. <laughs> See? Like that. Well, she's got a point, then. What is this weird house situation she's living in? Yeah, it sounds like, is this something out of a flop house? Because, like, she mentions the guy who rents the rooms. Like, that's not somebody who lives there. Yeah, I mean, I mean he might be. Yeah. But I just imagine her being like, hey, how do you do? Hey, I don't care. Hey, hey, hey keep moving. Well, hey, you pay, you pay. You don't. You're out. Yeah, that's all he cares about getting his <laughs> getting his money at the end of the month. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, that was a silly move to not uh, fully think about both places, you know? She's, I want to know about she's the, got like buyer's remorse right now. Yeah, I want to know about the the security, like the, how secure the <laughs> locks are, because it's a random oh. drunk creepy guy. <laughs> yeah, renting the room next to her. I would say limit your interaction with him at all. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say uh, if you were gonna switch rooms, yeah, like double. Uh, Check the, the the locks for both before you uh, move out, because you don't want to move out and be like, "Oh, this lock's been uh, uh, fiddled with; it's off." And I had a nice locking room where I was before. She also seems to know an awful lot about the uh, furnishings in this guy's apartment and mm-hmm. what the interior of his closet looks like when he's moved in. Well, he could his closet could be. What I'm imagining is that this guy comes home drunk and he doesn't close his door. So her, just naturally curious when she walks by, she can glance in, see him drunk, pass out, but also see like, oh, there's nothing in that room. Okay, so I know exactly the play here. Yeah. He's a drunkard. Yeah. All right. Number one, Mm -hmm. just to be safe on the stairs when he's out. Uh-huh. Make sure he's out drinking. Yeah. Maybe find a way to, to, to get him to go out drinking pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, Give him bad news. Yeah. <laughs> tell him. I don't know what she, she tell him. His uh, childhood dog passed away. Well, I mean, if it's a childhood dog, then it may have already passed away. Just tell him a loved one passed away. Yeah. And leave it up to him to decide who it yeah. is. Um, and then when he's gone, set up a trip wire on the stairs. All right. I was going to say marbles, but sure. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A trip wire or marbles, whatever you have at your disposal. Right. Get into his room, which uh, presumably he's left open because he's a drunkard. Yeah. Move all your furnish, uh, move all the, the furniture from your furnished room into his room. Mm-hmm. Drag his mattress and TV into your room. Yeah. He won't, uh, and also uh, get a get a padlock, like lock the shit, like change all the locks, change, like yeah, because especially that night you're gonna need it. Lock the crap out of your door, and this might be a good night to have a friend sleepover. Yeah. Um, and when you hear the, you know, and and the trip wires there in case he comes home, uh, while you're moving all your stuff into his room, you'll hear yeah, him. You like, might as Wah! well keep it up. Yeah, and though no, because that will only be, add to his confusion. Exactly, and so he'll come home, he'll fall, put the trip wire halfway up the stairs, right, high enough, so that he'll fall. Yeah, enough know. to clunk his head, and uh, so when he comes to your room, just be like, "Oh no!" And this, your friend will be in there, maybe with a firearm or something. I'm anti-gun, but just in case this guy's a real creep, mm-hmm. um, or just a baseball bat, an aluminum baseball bat. And he'll be like, oh, I'm here to go in my room. What are you doing here? You'll be like, you silly Billy. Mm-hmm. That's your room over there. See, it's got your mattress and your TV in it. Yeah, you're drunk again. Yeah. <coughs> I was going to say you could probably just ask him. Yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't have any. just move out of this weird situation. <laughs> if he doesn't have any furniture, you could probably just say, hey, I noticed uh, you don't have any furniture. You want to uh, switch 
uh, rooms. And he'll probably be one of those guys who's like, no, 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 that's too much. But you go, no, 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 I insist. And then he'll probably be like, all right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then, then you switch rooms. All right, either or. I like my idea. Kids got trip wires and gunplay. <laughs> right. And, and if you can go with the more dangerous option, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Thanks, Yvette. Thank you, Yvette. You can um, check out more about our, our little Be show. safe, Yvette. Don't, you know, if he's a real creep, just, you know, get out of there if you can. I don't know. Oh, you know, it's in a weird situation, it sounds like. Yeah, he suggested get a friend with a gun to come over. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is that it's pretty uh, solid. You can check out our website at tcgt.com. You can find out, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. If you want to support the show, you can support our sponsors, which we don't have any this week. You can also check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for our normal for your normal Amazon storefront, but with a twist. And that twist is Amazon gives us some of the money if you go to uh, Amazon through tcgt.com slash Amazon. And our Patreon, tcgt.com slash pledge. And Tim, what is new with our Patreon? Tom, as you uh, heard teased earlier, our Patreon used to be not so great. Uh, It was good. It was good. But it was like a little more bare bones. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, or a little more confusing, maybe. Yeah. Look, we've made it simple and we've made it a lot, a lot better. Tom, uh, Tom, guess what? Mm -hmm. There's going to be there. There are currently go there right now. TCGTE.com slash pledge. Yeah. Or patreon.com slash complete guide. If you want the direct way. It's three tiers. You want to explain these three tiers? Sure. The first tier. New, brand new tier, the cheapest tier we've ever offered, $2. $2, what's $2 to you? $2. Uh, it's called uh, the Brain Trust. Uh, for this tier, you join the community and you can suggest and vote on episode topics and get ex- get access to exclusive posts. That's, that gets you in the door, the $2 Brain Trust. So, like, look, for example, if, if I... I've been reading a lot about The Sopranos this week. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe this will be the first thing. I'm going to post a, a, a link to uh, the, that site that I was reading till 4 so in the HBO. morning. HBO.com. No, that, that, that outlined every single shot of that uh, yeah. that Sopranos uh, scene. Yeah, this will be like a place for us to put like uh, like stuff from show notes kind of thing. Yeah, and here's the thing. Also, like... And occasionally we'll we'll uh, take topic suggestions and and hold votes for uh, episode topics. Yeah, so you can make us do real embarrassing topics like well. Barbie dolls. <laughs> the next tier, uh, this is the this is the big one. This is the main one. Five dollars gets you access to our new podcast called Books the Podcast. Uh, these are going to be weekly 15 to 20 minute episodes in which two dummies read the classics and them dummies, them dummies is us. Yeah. So if you like the, the, the Halloween <laughs> episodes where like uh, Tom uh, explained Frankenstein to me and yeah. Dracula yeah. or back in the day when you used to explain uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, it's like yeah. that. 
Yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of really great feedback about those episodes, and people want us to do more of that. Uh, and this is uh, seemed like the perfect venue to do that, uh, a way for us to delve into some of the classics. The first book we're reading is The Great, Gra- the great Gatsby. Uh, by the time you hear this, the first episode is up. The first episode we're making uh, open to everybody. So even if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can go there and check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide or TCGT.com slash pledge. <laughs> you should just choose one and go with it. Look, it's just, look, they can choose one and go with it. You don't have to go to both. Uh, but you can check out the first episode of Books the Podcast, our ongoing uh, uh, book club, I guess. Yeah. We're, we're going to switch off. Uh, each other reading different books, explaining the books to the other person as we go along every week. You know the deal. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's an $8 here. $8 early and ad-free. Get TCGT uh, episodes a day early and without those pesky commercials. So it's just like it sounds. You'll get the episodes on Saturday instead of Sunday like everybody else. Uh, and they won't have uh, ads in that feed, and that is uh, eight dollars. So if you're on, if you're a current Patreon subscriber and you're on the ten dollar uh, or higher tier, uh, go ahead and knock that down to eight, uh, because you, you know you, you'll be overpaying otherwise. Yeah, we'd hate for that to happen. I mean, you know, if you did, we'd that's hate an, it ex- so much. an extra dollar for me and an extra dollar for you, but we wouldn't want to do that to you. <laughs> that's so you an can extra change your pack of bubble gum for each of us. Yeah. I like bubble gum. Just kidding. I don't like gum at all. I don't think anybody should be able to <laughs> chew it. Uh, so that's our new Patreon uh, and and our new podcast, Books the Podcast. That's, I'm very excited about Books the Podcast. I am too. Uh, it's a fun format that we really like doing, and uh, we're excited to be doing more of it uh, through this venue. And uh, if you join Patreon, you get access to the complete back catalog how many episodes would you say are in there by Holy this point shit. a few hundred there's a hundred episodes of amazing facts yeah one episode of amazing butts right there's uh i think 53 or 54 episodes of fast food friday yeah there's something around like 40 episodes of the news i think yeah there's uh, a bunch of episodes of oh, yeah, justice the, league the, the news starring tim and tom yeah um Justice League Minute, You Look Marvelous, Merrily, 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 Life is But a Stream. All those are Riverdale still- Riverdale Review. Riverdale yeah. Review. As long as your $5 are up, you get uh, $5 or higher uh, Patreon, you still get access to all those uh, back. Even if you sign up today, you still get access to that entire yeah. back catalog, too. So it's too. hours and hours of content. Yeah. But uh, Books, the co- the podcast is going to be- uh, that Them's the big draw. Yeah. So uh, give it a shot. Go, go, go listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, I got to learn how to read. No, I'll just explain it to you. Oh, okay. Um, so that was by far the longest uh, plug for anything we've ever done, Tom. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Come back next week for an even longer plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From now on, uh, each episode is just going to be uh, overtaken by increasingly <laughs> longer uh, plugs for our Patreon. Yeah, until you sign up. You can just friggin' sign up. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for listening this far. Yeah. We love you very much. Tom, who is your favorite soprano? Uh, out of the, out of the immediate family? Um, no, on the whole show. (sighs) Oh, I didn't mention this. Everybody on the program, their last name is Soprano. (laughs) Um, you know what? Even though I don't like him, I like Christopher. Yeah. I just like the, 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 
sticky situations he gets himself into. Yeah. Like a, a lot of times it's his own stupidity where it's like, come on, Christopher, don't do. Why are you doing that? Yeah, but usually the way he like deals with it is like slapping around his girlfriend. <laughs> right. Well, but spoiler alert, eventually he gets his. Yeah. Uh, you're wrong. Objectively, the best character is uh, Anthony Jr. I was going to say I like uh, Carmela too. Because she doesn't take uh, Tony's shit. Eh, she's made a lot of compromises. That's true. Well, she, she almost l- had she's sex with that priest that one time, too. She's accustomed to a certain uh, uh, level of life. A lifestyle that is based on... Accustomed to a certain lifestyle. That's how, how I meant yeah, to put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's based on violence and crime. Yeah, but she likes the finer things in life. She's not the one doing the crimes or doing the violence. She's just the one uh, swiping the credit card and getting nice bags. (laughs) Not just bags, jewelry, Tom. Jewels. And some nice jewels. Hey, I'm only in it for the jewels. Hey, give me them jewels. Put it in my my bag. Put the jewels and the gabagools in my bag. (laughs) We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.